At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Lombardi Line as we welcome you back here on a Friday, January 13th as we head into Wild Card Weekend. Michael Lombardi, I'm Patrick Maher. This is, again, the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. So for new listeners and viewers, every Friday we bring in a Hall of Famer from behind the book at the South Point there in Las Vegas, Nevada. His name is Vinny Maliulo. And as we welcome Vinny to the show, we've been discussing the news that was uh, about 40 minutes ago broken, and that is a broken back for Mike Williams. He's been ruled out tomorrow at Jacksonville. We've got the number two and a half. Where did you open the Chargers, and where are you sitting at the South Point, Ben? Yeah, hey, guys. Uh, good to be with you. Yeah, and this, uh, here we are heading into the uh, heading into the postseason, and this game, as you mentioned, Patrick, currently at two and a half. What's interesting is that we opened this game, pick them. Now, if you recall when we opened, uh, you know, when, when these numbers came out uh, after last weekend's games, uh, Mike Williams was questionable. We saw him leave the game. Uh, uh, Bosa was uh, was questionable as well for the Chargers. Now, uh, the, it, so the game, but the game still went from pick to Chargers one, kind of toggled back and forth a little bit there. But uh, for the rest of the week, it's been all Chargers, and um, now we're up to two and a half. Will that change? I suspect that uh, it may, and I think uh, Mike Williams being out is a significant injury. And I think there's going to be some support for the Jaguars. I think uh, some season betters, some professionals were waiting for this game to possibly get to three. I don't think that happens now uh, with the uh, Mike Williams news. Yeah, I agree, Vinny. I th- I don't think I this agree. thing is going to get close to three. And I think that, yeah. you know, in a league where player – in a time, and I keep going to emphasize this, the playoffs are about players. 
It's not about mm-hmm. plays. You've got 17 games, all the plays. You know, the first quarter might start out with a new play, a new look, but at some point, the teams that win playoff times, they run their stuff. They, they rely on their players. The, that's why we like San Francisco so much because they've got a multitude of great players. This injury, to me, they might be able to beat Jacksonville without Mike Williams, but they're going to have a harder time going into Kansas City or Buffalo trying to win that game without him. Yeah, no, that's a good point, Michael, too. And, you know, guys, we've talked on, on this show and and throughout uh, the Visa Network, and, uh, uh, you know, Chris Andrews, Jimmy Vaccaro, and, and I get asked quite a bit about coaching. How much does coaching come into play with our numbers and with the, when we're booking games? Well, it certainly comes into play more so in the playoffs, in the postseason. And I think when you look at this coaching matchup, uh, that probably favors the Jaguars uh, when you when you consider what uh, Doug Peterson has done. So um, I'm not, and again, I'm with you, Michael. I'm not saying that the Chargers can't win this game, um, but can they really advance and go far? Not. Uh, I, I think the Mike Williams injury is is significant, but uh, coaching advantage, slight advantage at least, goes to the Jags in my opinion in this one. You know, and, and that's what I wrote about today, Vinny, for Vison is basically what who are the strategists in this contest and who will who will understand that delicate line between desperation and courage? Like who will take that chance that isn't desperate but it's it's the courageous move at the right time? Who's going to call the perfect play at the perfect time? We saw that last week with the hook and ladder from Detroit. Put Green Bay away. Perfect call, perfect time. Ben Johnson did Mm -hmm. it earlier in the season against the Jets. The tight end under on a critical down. Won the game for him. So I think that's – you can't underestimate the value of that and the coaches that understand how to do those things. I mean, look, let's face it. If Peterson doesn't call the Philly special, do they they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl? Good point. Probably not. And uh, again, I think Peterson also is hoping for some of those, shall I say, pretty risky, uh, uh, you know, fourth and short, uh, short yardage downs, uh, particularly in uh, in the middle <laughs> third of the field. I think that plays uh, well into uh, into the Jaguars uh, into the Jaguars uh, game plan as well. How much did he amend his risk taking, Michael? You wrote about that, but how much did Staley amend the risk taking this year? juxtaposed to last year well I mean it's it's really obvious last year he led the league in fourth down conversions Mm -hmm. in terms of 1.3 that's per game how many times he was converting for he was trying he was converting fourth downs this year he's down to 0.9 so he's really really cut that way back you know and 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 I think that when you like the brownies for example they're at they're at 1.4 this year again and that didn't work out for him I mean is there, you know, and so they did that. The Chargers, you know, the Chargers are, are really more about they were conservative. And I think that tweet from Keenan Allen did a lot to change his temperament. I really do. I think it did a lot to change his temperament. Because I think when you, you know, like Philadelphia is the number two team in the National Football League this year in terms of 1.3 conversions on fourth down per game. Last year they were at 0.7. All right, so they were vastly different. But what has been this uh, almost a half a more than a half a point difference is they can get into that rugby set with Jalen Hurts, and it's almost unstoppable, right? I mean, it's almost unstoppable. It, you 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 just you can you defend it? I mean, last week again at Green Bay, I I wish I could show it to you on the tape. Green Bay's in a fourth and one, and they run the jet sweep. And all they had to do was sneak it into the A-gap. I mean, the A-gap was so wide open, it was unbelievable. But yet they, they didn't check it to the A-gap. So 
Philly has this ability to convert fourth and one, which is one of the reasons why you love Philly, which is why you really love Philly to go forward because they can convert those short down situations. You know, San Francisco is the 29th ranked team in the league and going forward on fourth down. Cincinnati is the 32nd worst uh, uh, team in going for it. Vinny, what I love about you as a bookmaker, I always consider you smooth, steady, reliable. As a bookmaker, you're punting on fourth and one. You know, that's the kind of guy you are. You're going to punt on fourth and one. You're going to play it close to the vest. I know this about you. Let's go to Seattle, San well, Francisco. It depends on it depends game. on where we are in the game. Don't don't. Okay, you know, that's but, right. But but, okay. but that's you know, I, Vinny. That's you the perfect answer. I I think it. I, I and I want to make it clear. I'm not <laughs> anti fourth down. I think that's the perfect answer. Yeah. I think it's about the situation as it relates to the players. And what you have available, I I don't disagree. It just can't be, you know, what is the reward? The Kevin Stefanski right. going for it at his own twenty-five yard line. Your reward is you get three more plays. This game is about these games are all, look. I, I talked about it in the article, Vinny. The Frank Wright game in Indianapolis. I don't think he ever overcame that. The game in Buffalo where he went for it on fourth and down right before the half, and those three points came back to haunt him. Same thing with Andy Reid, yep. not kicking those three points at the end of the half came back to haunt him. There you I think go, the Maher. very opposite, the very opposite of that would be you both remember Marty Morningweg when he was the Lions head coach and before they changed the overtime rules. Remember, he kicked off as opposed to taking the ball in overtime because he wanted to play the wind. Oh yeah. boy, he saw something anyway. that you didn't see. Marty <laughs> yeah. often did that. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, Vinny's the type of dude that's going to punt on third and long anyway. Let's go Seattle, San Francisco, uh, where we open, Vin, and where we sit. I see mostly nine and a half, so not doubles yet there in San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, here, here's uh, here's one way action so far, but I think this will change as we get uh, certainly into the weekend, guys. Uh, open the Niners ten and a half, and how could you not? I mean, think about it uh, with uh, with what they've accomplished. And again, they're winning games, but their defense—it's it's not just the, uh, the the way they're playing offense. And uh, Purdy's been such a great story. Ten and a half. They took ten and a half. They took ten. We're sitting at nine and a half. It's a little deceiving, though, too, because the Niners are going to be in so many in uh, so many teasers. Uh, but but you know what? Uh, you know, pros will tease uh, if they're going to tease this game. Uh, they'll tease the uh, the Seahawks. Uh, mm-hmm. They'll t- t- you know tease the Seahawks with more points. So uh, right now, the majority of the money has come in on. Uh, the Seahawks as the underdog here, but uh, uh, there'll be plenty of support for the Niners, as there's been for the last month. Vinny, you know, Steve Mackinan had this great tweet this week or great article at, at vcin.com online about, you know, the outright winner in the 62-game wildcard game. In the last 62 games, 54 winners, uh, seven losers, one tie, that the spread didn't matter. Uh, mm-hmm. do you, what do you attribute that to? Well, I think it, it always comes down to the number. And again, it's uh, I, I'm going to say two things about that, Michael, because the the first thing is that uh, there, there's a lot of mismatches, right, in the first round compared to, uh, you know, the let's say, you know, as, especially as the playoffs have expanded. And now this year we've got an extra team uh, going in as well. I mean, let's 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 think about this. You know, there's a, the, the the last two teams in. The Dolphins and the Seahawks, in this case, uh, wouldn't have been in the playoffs if it was a year ago, right? So now you have a situation where they are. These are significant uh, favorites because of how they've played, uh, particularly in the last month. So I think it, you know, it, it that's got a lot to do with it, and and the fact too, though, that 
you know this but this year one thing that's that I think is we have to take into consideration. Do we really think that the, the playoffs are going to be much different than the regular season this year, which has been as unpredictable as we've seen? So I think that's what's kind of going back and forth in a lot of people's minds. Do we go with history and the dominance in the uh, in the wild card round, or do we say, wow, look at recent form, what's happened with a lot of teams, and this unpredictability where so many games have come down to uh, the last uh, uh, possession or two. So I think that's what's going to go back and forth in a lot of people's minds. Well, speaking of big-time favorites, are we going to close 14 in Buffalo with Skylar Thompson? Because I'm seeing, a, as Michael noted, a couple of 14s popping up, but still 13 and a half. So how about at the South Point? Yeah, 13 and a half, but uh, I did uh, see a few 14s when I came into the studio just now, guys, uh, and uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I think a lot of, you know, perception is reality to a lot of better, particularly uh, uh, average betters and, and, the, uh, and, the, and the casual fan. Uh, and, if, you know, everything with uh, with what's transpired with the Bills in the, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and, and again, the Dolphins, but the, the, the Dolphins quarterback situation plays into that, right? Uh, when we first posted this game at 11, we were thinking that maybe Tua could play, but uh, you know what? It's uh, and and they took they took 11, they took uh, 10 uh, 10 and a half, uh, but not not anymore with the adjustment. We were down to nine and a half when uh, the official announcement came out about Tua Tagovailoa, and then uh, now we're sitting at 13 and a half. I, I it wouldn't shock me if we get to 14. Okay, that's three of the six with the Hall of Famer, Vinny Maliulo. When we come back, we'll get to the other three. Wild Card Weekend coming up. It's Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to the Lombardi line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks, also the sponsor of the Lombardi line. Visit BetMGM.com. If you download the app right now, it's newly reconfigured. You're going to love it. The in-game experience is awesome. If you're in Vegas, stop by any MGM property, bring your state-issued ID. You're ready to bet within minutes. Got to be 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER. If you have an issue, we're back. Michael Lombardi there. I'm Patrick Maher. Vinny Maliulo joins us from behind the book there at the South Point, the Hall of Famer, bookmaker. Been doing it for about 70 years there in Vegas, so we always appreciate uh, the wisdom. Uh, the breaking news today is we, I don't know, Michael, we're about 12 minutes in. Mike Williams has been ruled out, broken back. Good job, Brandon Staley. Let's get to the other games, and then we'll get some future questions for you as well. Vinny, we've talked about a few. Let's go Giants, Minnesota. This is a conversation we've been having for a while. Will we close three? I think most books are sitting Minnesota hosting the Giants three right now. Yeah, I think you're seeing three with uh, a money line attached to it, Patrick. Maybe uh, three, uh, you know, minus a nickel on uh, on uh, the uh, the Vikings. We open a game two and a half because uh, you know I think the Giants uh, have uh, have a shot in this game, obviously, and it quickly went to three, which is a play just to kind of. Uh, uh, on the number, and when I say those things, I mean we, you know, folks know that we don't move the money on three. We either, you know, if it's two and a half, we'll and they lay it, we'll go to three. If they take it, we'll go back to two and a half. Uh, if we need to go through to three, we will. Now it'll take a little bit more money to do so because of that key number. Uh, but uh, they did uh, they did lay the uh, price with the Vikings initially. Uh, money line is also up ten cents to a uh, dollar sixty. You're seeing sixty five in some spots. So, um, but I think this will be a, a pretty good two way betting game. I think there's interest uh, on both sides, and uh, uh, a case could be made for both teams in this game. And um, right now, sitting at three uh, total, up slightly uh, from forty seven up to forty eight. 
You know, Vinny, this game, for me, handicapping this game, bothers me Mm -hmm. from a Minnesota health status uh, because of their injuries. Okay, so Bradbury is officially out, the starting center, backup center in the game, backup right tackle who's really a guard. He's going to start. So there's two offensive linemen that are new, no Harrison Smith in the game, and Zadarius Smith is questionable. You know, he didn't practice all week for a personal issue, which I'm not sure what that is. But And then Danzler, one of their starting corners, he's limited. I just don't – you know, the line was five and a half the last time they played, and the Giants obviously lost by a field goal. It's going to take – I think it's going to take a hell of an effort by Minnesota because if Cousins starts to get hit early in this game, that becomes a problem. Yeah, Michael, I think that you're hitting on a key here, right? You want to bother Cousins as much as possible, make it uh... – you know, as uncomfortable as, as can be. Uh, I don't think Dalvin Cook is 100%, but really, who's, who, who is 100% at this time of year? Um, I think the key for the Giants is what they've done all year, and that is really, uh, you know, especially Daniel Jones. I mean, his turnover situation is vastly improved, right? He had so many more turnovers his uh, first couple of years compared to what he's done this year. He's valued the ball more and protected the ball more. So I think if, if they can do that, then that's why this number – uh, is as close as it is, and I think that's why this game will have uh, a, a, a really. This will be a two-way betting game because I think there's uh, there's a case to be made for for both teams and uh, depth uh, for the Vikings. And there's a couple of other teams I think with uh, with depth uh, that are going to come into play here. Uh, that's going to be what I th- drives some folks towards the Giants as well. So yeah, to your point, Michael. Baltimore and Cincinnati. We know it's not going to be Lamar. We're still TBD. Yeah. Maybe Tyler Huntley. Uh, where'd you open? Where are you sitting? Maybe where you close? What are the betters doing at the South Point with Baltimore and Cincinnati? Well, right now it's about uh, it's about the Bengals, right, guys? And again, part of that was the adjustment. I mean, open. Here's the thing: open seven, another key number. Uh, uh, after three, uh, the uh, the the next key number in the NFL. Open seven, and no real surprise, went to six and a half. Then it was announced about Jackson, so uh, back to seven. Then they laid seven and a half. I mean, we're up to nine and a half now, and I think that's, again, got a lot to do with, you know, perception uh, uh, on the part of, of betters. Pros are waiting to take 10. Uh, again, another key number. Uh, they're waiting to see if this game goes to 10. It may very well get to 10. Uh, especially if Huntley does not play. We know that Jackson is not going to go. Total on the game has been adjusted down to 40, 40 and a half off the 44 opener. But here's another situation, guys, where, yeah, I think the key – the key position, being the quarterback position, uh, is is the big question mark for the Ravens. Uh, but we talked about injuries and offensive line injuries that Michael pointed out for the Vikings. Well, you know, we uh, – I lost him. Okay, we just lost Vinny's audio for a second from South Point, Michael Lombardi. But discussing, yeah. did you hear? He said he's still at nine and a half. That's the only shop I, I yeah. see with Baltimore, Cincinnati still at nine and a half. You're seeing the same thing, right? The most coming down to nine yeah. and eight and a half here. Yeah, no doubt. I see a lot more eight and a half than I do nine now. I think that number's coming back. I, I, I This is a hard handicap for me because when I watched that game, you know, there were moments in that game where I, I thought, you know, the first drive of the game, Cincinnati took 17 plays to get it, you know, and to score a touchdown. And, and they put some pressure on Burrow. He had to do some really athletic things to get away from it. So I, I was, a, you know, I'm a little perplexed. And then they could run the ball a little bit on Cincinnati. So 
I think Cincinnati I, I like Cincinnati to win. I just think nine and a half seemed like an awful lot, especially Huntley, you know, doesn't mismanage the game. I think this will be a close game. I, I even think the under could be in play here at 40 and a half. You know, the funny one, and we didn't get a chance. I think we're having some connectivity issues with Vin. So we appreciate his time today. Always Vinny Maliulo, Vison Vinny on Twitter. Um, we didn't have a chance. I know you guys were debating it via text yesterday. The Dallas-Tampa Bay game is fascinating because whether or not we see... Okay, we do have Vinny back, so let's ask him about this yep. because Dallas right. and Tampa Bay... Yeah. I'm My assumption, Vin, is you opened Dallas 3 and now most shops are sitting 2.5. Is that what happened there with yep. Dallas and Tampa Bay? Yeah, same here, Patrick. Uh, uh, did open 3 uh, down to 2.5, uh, 45, and a t- you're starting to see some over money here. Um, this game, this this line movement is, is again the key number, um, where it, it's going to probably toggle back and forth between two and a half and three. But there's going to be so much carryover to this game that's going to impact how this game moves as well, right? I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have five playoff games going to it. So um, I think. And, oh, by the way, that that, uh, that college game on Monday night where there was a lot of late Georgia money is going to is goes into all of these games too. So that kind of plays into that 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 uh, uh, steamroller has already has already started and it started with the college football uh, championship game on Monday night. So that said, uh, you know these two these two teams here. Uh, they've gotten support all year long. I mean, in you know the, the, the Buccaneers driven you know driven by Brady, and then the Cowboys always have interest. Whether folks are betting on them and they love to bet them, or they love uh, love to to bet against them, and uh, there's not going to be a change in in that here. So this game will be uh, it'll it'll have the highest handle because of so much carryover going to it. Yeah, yeah. Mon- Monday yeah. night. With yeah, no with doubt. betters licking their wounds or looking to double down, oh my god, it's going to be fascinating because especially I mean, two big franchises like that, as far as Brady and the Cowboys, yeah. Michael. I mean that Georgia, Georgia. I mean, if you would have told me the the, I would have felt like if Georgia, if you'd have told me TCU scores seven points, I'm saying well they're under cashed. I mean, I thought Georgia yeah. would win. I thought they would cover. I thought the game would be played under the total. Wow, that was remarkable. And Vinny, yeah. well, you they had... just scored again right before I came in the studio. Yeah, just so you know. <laughs> exactly. They, they 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 scored. They they knocked you off the air. You had <laughs> t- like most books, I'm guessing. You had TCU big time TCU money line liability, correct? Yep. But you know what, guys? It's interesting. Uh, uh, Monday, the day of the game, it was there was a majority of the money came in on uh, on uh, Georgia. So that's why that game uh, went all the way back up uh, to 14. So. Um, you know, we had so much TCU money early. We wound up, uh, we wound up okay. And uh, but again, a lot of money Monday on Georgia uh, came in, and it kind of jumps because, and that's why you wanted to have these games up too. You wanted to give the folks, you know, from our side of the county, you wanted to give the folks something uh, to parlay uh, and to tease to uh, from uh, Monday night, and uh, they did, and they had these uh, these six games to do it. The handle on Monday night with Dallas and Brady. I say Dallas and Brady because Tampa Bay is not the story here. It's Tom Brady versus Dallas. Mm-hmm. That handle on Monday night right. is going to be outrageous. Outrageous. Yep. Oh, but those Cowboy fans, Patrick, they'll come out of the woodwork. You know that. They're all playing possum now. Femi's playing possum. You know, yeah. Ross is playing possum. The Goulet, oh, I don't know if we can win. I'm just worried about our team, you know. I mean, Bill Berman's playing possum over here. He's got it up. You know, he's guaranteeing a loss. I mean, this is the best place for Dallas to be in. Nobody expects anything. 
no expectations for a team that's favored on the road. And is there a doubt? Is there a cowboy yeah. tax in Vegas, Ben? Uh, a little bit, but you know what? Uh, the the Brady factor neutralizes it uh, to Michael's point. So you've got two teams here that are going to get support. I mean, will it be a two way betting game? Yeah, it'll be so much of a two way betting game. We'll probably have liability going to uh, to both sides on Monday night, as we uh, we do oftentimes on Monday. But that's okay. okay. We'll be open on Tuesday. I promise you. Peanut butter and jelly <laughs> I know time. You will. Peanut That's butter fun. and jelly time for the Hall of Famer, Vinny Maliulo. Vince and Vinny on Twitter. Thanks, Vinny. We'll talk to you Appreciate next Friday. You. Thank you, Vinny. Appreciate See you. guys. You. Enjoy the weekend. Okay. We've got a mall shot coming up, but next, we'll dive into these line moves. Wild Card Weekend, Lombardi Line. Featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, we've never done it. Introductory offer right now, $9.99. Pro tools, pro picks, pro tips. You get everything and you become a VEASAN pro. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We've been talking about the Lombardi look ahead. That's part of the pro package. So go ahead and check it out. Pro tips, pro picks from all the hosts and guests on the channel. VEASAN.com slash subscribe for $9.99. It's a great deal as we welcome you back. Michael Lombardi there. I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, the breaking news today, uh, Mike Williams is out, a broken bone in his back. We haven't seen the number adjust, maybe a little adjustment on the juice. Actually, I did just see a book go to two. So everybody had chargers two and a half. I see one book offshore sitting two, but mostly everybody else is still chargers two and a half. That opened one. So that's where we sit there, Michael. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, look, as Vinny said yesterday, today, how Georgia got a ton of money uh, on Monday during the day, I think we'll see as we do the show tomorrow, we'll start to see more and more money come in uh, on this. And I think the money will come in on Jacksonville. I mean, you know, this is a different team without Mike Williams. I know we're making a big deal out of it because it is a big deal because he is their home run hitter. You know, he's the guy that you fear. He's the guy that when you sit in the game plan – room on mon- on Monday and Tuesday, you say, okay, wh- what's our plan for Mike Williams? Because the problem is he's so big that you can't have a little guy covering him because you can't tackle him. And he's fast, so you can't have a slow big guy covering him. And he's explosively in and out of his cuts, so you got to have somebody with quickness. So he's a matchup problem. You know, it's the same issue that Justin Jefferson, you know, it's that, you know, we, yeah, you can double him, but if you don't double him the right way, Jefferson's still, I mean, Jefferson's remarkable in the sense that he's got over 180 targets and everybody's doubled him on every play. So it's not as easy said and done. And then you get him the ball, he's dangerous with the ball in his hands. Okay, so Detroit Lions fans know what it's like to have that Matt Patricia stank on you. And no disrespect to Patricia, but just a disastrous tenure with the Lions. His defense uh, every year finished horribly, bottom three in every category. Anywho, I bring that up because the Patriots released an odd statement where they said they're going to be searching officially for a new offensive coordinator. And then also in the statement announced that they're trying to extend Jared Mayo. My guess is that part with Mayo was head coach in waiting. What did you take from the Patriots uh, release there? I kind of had the same instinct you did. I mean, like, why would you have to announce that you're bringing Mayo back and his contract that you're extending it when you really, you haven't announced anybody else's extension ever, you know, you just, they're on the staff. So clearly this is something outside of the head coach's control because, you know, the head coach doesn't even like to give out titles. I mean, it takes a lot to get a title out of that. So, 
you know, I think there's more to keep an eye on here than meets the eye. I don't know anything, but it did that that release yesterday. I think was addressing the concerns to the fans that Willie won't he Kenny Willie in terms of Belichick, where I think Bill would have just been content to just go about his business and interview coaches the way he wanted to do it. I think there was a sense that we have to tell our fan base that we're actually looking for a coordinator, and that to me usually comes stems from the ownership. Yeah, Michael, that was that definitely felt like a craft initiative, not a Belichick initiative to put the business out there, right? Yeah, and then the Mayo thing doesn't seem – it seems like, first of all, you know, it's fine to extend Mayo's contract. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think your your initial reaction was mine. Clearly, they don't want to lose Mayo, and they think Mayo could be the next coach in waiting, which I could see them doing that because I think whoever replaces Belichick will be the antithesis of Belichick. It will not be someone to come in and run the entire organization. It will be somebody to allow the organization to help him run. And when McDaniels and that offensive coaching staff went to the Raiders, the Patriot offense went from 11th in red zone efficiency to 32nd, third down, 10th to 27th. So it just wasn't going to work again with Patricia. Just it was, as yeah. we mentioned, it, odd to. It wasn't going to work with anybody. You know, the offense, the, the thing that you can't see in the stats that I see is the decline in the offensive line. And I said mm-hmm. this summer when we were having this huge debate of who's calling plays, I was saying, look, I didn't think Patricia could call plays because to call plays and to coach the offensive line is really challenging. First of all, the offensive line requires all your attention. That's why offensive line coaches rarely become head coaches. They're just so used to living in their world. And so when he called play, that line from week one to week 18 never got better. And that's essentially the reason the system broke down. That's the reason the plays break down. You know, it's the reason everything fell apart because they couldn't protect the quarterback. The quarterback was getting hit all the time. And, yes, they needed to change some of the things they did, but I think a lot of that was fundamentally they've got to change the offensive line. I think that's the next one. You know, who's the line coach? If, if, I, were, if I were asking, if I was a rep- I want to know who's the line coach going to be. Matt Patricia, man. Matt Patricia. That is – he's got an uh, interesting, interesting scenario with him. Okay, the offensive line definitely – you've been talking about that offensive line all season, so something to keep an it eye on. It just doesn't work. The it's Patriots. the same – so they got to they got to clean that up, right? And it's the same thing in Los Angeles, right? You know, it, it's been five days now since the Rams season's over. And the, the feeling around the NFL, and I don't think it's a feeling – because the Rams have already said any coach on our staff who you want to interview, feel free to interview. When that happens, what that tells me is when that happens, that the coach is not coming back, right? The coach the isn't is coming back. And when the, the, when, <laughs> yeah, when the, the offensive coordinator, Liam, I, I forget his name, he went back to Kentucky. He, he went back. He was in Kentucky, came back to the Rams. Now he went back to Kentucky to be the offensive coordinator at Kentucky. That tells me that Sean is not coming back. I don't know how much longer it's going to take for him to make a decision, but I don't see that because, to me, Sean's decision isn't about am I coming back next year. Sean's decision is I'm going to be – can I commit three years to this project? Three years. If I were Stan Kroenke, that's, that was what I, I would say to him, look, Sean – Unless you're willing to commit three years here, then there's no sense in doing that. 
there's no sense in coming back. I don't want you for one year. I need you for three. So I think that's something to monitor. And then I think the Jets situation is really something to monitor because they've they've already sent out they've sent out uh, slips to coaches over a huge vast landscape. I don't know how they're going to interview all these people they're trying to interview. Uh, but I do think that this is motivated by the, the owner. And I think the general manager's involved, even though they'll say the head coach is making all the calls. I think this will continue. McVay's, it's a fascinating scenario because he can point to the Lombardi, he can point to the championship he brought the Rams, but he's throwing a match behind his shoulder on the way out because that organization for yeah. the next few years is in trouble. And that's why the Chargers, now let's go forward. That's what makes the Chargers and Staley, you know, they have a chance with this quarterback who's elite, who every coach in the world wants to coach. Great kid, you know, talented, you know, puts the team first, all those things, right? Smart. Everybody wants to coach him. They could dominate the Los Angeles market, but they have a coach because the Rams are going to go on the back. You know, the Rams are, you know, how are they going to get back? If I'm Matthew Stafford, I, I would say, like, do I want to come back if you're rebuilding? I mean, we've already heard players come out already and say, look, you know, Brandon Cooks, I'm not coming back to Houston if we're rebuilding. Well, why would Matthew Stafford come back to the Rams if they're rebuilding? And don't tell me they're not rebuilding. Don't don't insult my intelligence by saying that. They have to rebuild. Imagine the Rams selling season tickets in the offseason with Raheem Morris and John Wolford as your go-to guys. My goodness. Uh, okay. And that's where, you know, it's, it it's where I started. It's quite a challenge for the PR staff and the sales staff. It's where I started the conversation. First off, when Los Angeles, the Chargers moved from San Diego, they went from like 31 as far as franchise value up into the top seven. So you, that's, that, that's by proxy right. of moving to Los Angeles. That's what happens. And you just said it. They can, they can now, with Herbert and that situation there with the Chargers, they can take over a city that's number two in the United States. Like This is a big opportunity for the Chargers with the Rams looking like they're rebuilding for a little bit here. Yeah, I, and, and they have a coach who works over at Fox who would give them instant credibility and instant yes. pizzazz, right? At the Chargers. And he would, he would love to coach Herbert. He's already running his offense. I mean, when he watches the Chargers play on Sunday, he could call every play. They're all his plays. Imagine imagine being Aaron Donald and Ramsey and Stafford, as you mentioned, some of the vets. Your coach is like, yeah, to the coaches, do what you got to do. You know he's leaving. It's just a really – it's kind of an awkward situation with the Rams. But, again, he can point to the championship no and say, yeah, I mean, I and that, and that, and that, now you're just going down another road, right? You're going down this road. Where, what do they do with them? Do they trade Donald? Because they have to get assets in the building. Do they trade Ramsey? Do those guys want to be a part of a rebuild? You wouldn't think so. You wouldn't think so. Um, I didn't get to it, but we will tomorrow and then into Sunday. Michael Lombardi wrote over at vsin.com the guide to winning NFL playoff games. Okay, he's got eight key factors. We're going to go over four tomorrow. I meant to get to him during the segment, but so much coaching news. We continue to cover it. And, of course, Mike Williams today ruled out tomorrow against Jacksonville. Coming up next here on the Lombardi Line, Amal Shaw joins. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi now once again here's Patrick Maher 
Okay, BetMGM Rewards, of course, the king of sports books. Remember, it's just like a credit card. Anytime you place a bet at BetMGM.com or on the app, you get reward points. You can turn those reward points into credits for free bets, airfare, hotel. If you're flying to D.C. like Amal Shaw, make sure you use your points. VSIN.com to check out the information, also BetMGM.com. As we welcome you back, imagine how crestfallen Michael Lombardi and myself were last week when we expected them all Shaw. Now, we were lucky enough to get Dave Ross, one half of Big Bets, coming up next here on VSIN, but we missed you, all. Where were you last week? I was in the nation's capital. Uh, have to, had to substitute for Mr. Ross, who's, whose home there was in D.C. for a long time, so thought I'd go in there and uh, kind of hang out at some of his old haunts. And and he won't toot his own horn, Michael Lombardi, but he was doing some Showtime boxing. Amal, you know, Amal Shaw is a big deal. Nice. You knew that, right, Michael? Yeah, I knew that. I know he's yeah, big I'm... in the boxing community, just like Dave. Dave is big in the MMA community. I know that. Yeah, I'm, I'm big in my own head. You, you Well, we, we appreciate you joining. Uh, speaking of Dave, he, along yeah. with pretty much everybody else that works at VSIN, are big Dallas Cowboys fans. And right now, the Cowboys are here. If you're not a Cowboy fan, yeah, it's it's impossible. Goulet won't hire you now. Before we get to the number, it's two and a half. But we should discuss. Mm -hmm. You had a free roll on Tampa, right? With the situation there with Circa and Blackjack. Yeah, the Blackjack tournament with Circa. So I've got a five thousand dollar bet on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at thirty five to one to win the Super Bowl. I had the seventh pick, so I took Tampa. Uh, Probably not the best selection, but I said I looked at the quarterbacks in the NFC and I said Jalen Hurts. Brock Purdy, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, Geno Smith, and Daniel Jones. I mean, you talk about a collection of supermodels who can't play. <laughs> you know, you know. I mean, look, you know, I think a lot of people here in Philadelphia would argue about Jalen Hurts with you, but, you know, just in that style of offense. But I, I don't disagree. I mean, the AFC has all the – I said this today on Philadelphia radio. You know, they, they were complaining – Angelo Cataldi was complaining about Jonathan Gannon and his defense for for good cause, even though he's getting interviewed for a head coaching job. And I said, look, you know, it's hard to judge because you know they, they don't play great. They haven't played a great quarterback all year, including including Aaron Rodgers, who wasn't playing great when they played him. So the the true test is: can they handle Mahomes? Can they handle Herbert? Can they handle? can they handle some of these other guys? I mean, you know, Mahomes, Herbert, you know, Josh Allen. And last year, they only – the last year, this defense in Philadelphia, the ball only touched the ground six times in six games against the good quarterbacks. I I think uh, Michael brings up an excellent point, Patrick, which is when you look at the Eagles, not taking anything away from their success, and Hurts has been tremendous this year. You know, they always say comeback player of the year. I thought Jalen Hurts should have been a candidate for that award outside of not only the MVP, but – to me, when I look at their schedule and the teams they play, and I understand the argument you can only play who's in front of you, they didn't have to face some of the upper echelon teams. And as good as San Francisco has been, the one time they had to play Patrick Mahomes and, co- Mahomes and company, it looked like Georgia versus TCU. Yeah, I'm but that your- game, you have to be careful there. That, uh, the Atlanta game before that and the Chief game, the 49ers were a beat-up team. They were beat up there. Look at their injury report in that game and who didn't play. I think that's a little misleading. I get your point. I think that's going to be a really interesting thing because when you watch them play the Raiders who could throw the football a little bit with Stidham is you got to wonder how can't Seattle move the ball a little bit? Seattle's got better receivers. They don't have Devontae Adams, but they've got Metcalf and they've got Lockett and they've got a tight end in Fant and they've got a running back in Walker. If they can just get some protection up front, they should be able to kind of move the ball, which they didn't do in the first game. And I think the rain – 
I think this rain's going to help San Francisco, uh, excuse me, Seattle quite a bit. Because if, if the field's a mutter, as Patrick knows being the yeah. great horse handicapper that he is, it could slow down this 49er defense. Yeah, and Patrick tells me he's going to go to Cosmo Kramer to find out about whose mom's a mutter and whose mutter, you know, from Seinfeld. But anyway. <laughs> well done, well um, done, well done. The, the, you know, Michael, I get the point you're making, but the one thing I would point out with this 49ers team, I, I think that they, they're they so tough, and you mentioned some of the injuries and things. I, I felt like that game against the Raiders, they had already clinched the division, and I understand they can move up. But I feel like once a team has kind of solidified their spot, the engagement is not completely the same. You know, even though Dallas technically had an opportunity for the division, you could see they were playing as if they knew Philadelphia was going to win that game against the Giants. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. And that's the hard part to handicap. I think you're right there. Like, yeah. how do you handicap Cincinnati's effort last week against Baltimore? Were they really into it? Did they really care? I know they wanted to win the game. And once they got up 24-3 right. to three at the half or whatever it was, they were like, okay. So I, I, I don't know what to read into it. It's one of the reasons why in my power rankings this week, I, I didn't add – Week 18 numbers into into the in, into the into the system because I think they're a little bit irrelevant. I don't think they matter. I'm not sure I could test the the effort level of the team. So uh, I, I think that's kind of what I was. I mean, like put the Giants numbers in after they kind of didn't play anybody. Although although Staley says you can't do this, but they did after they didn't play their star players. I mean, it wouldn't be fair to Minnesota. It wouldn't be fair to the Giants. So that's what I was going to ask Amal. So um, Amal, you you just mentioned solidified spots. The Chargers went to Denver in Week 18 with their spot solidified. Right. They were going to Jacksonville. So you're a sharp guy. Riddle me this: Brandon Staley plays his starters, including Mike Williams, who needed rest. Williams goes into the game, breaks a bone in his back, won't be available potentially for the postseason. Can I ask you what the hell Staley was doing? Well, first of all, he's got 200 and other, 205 other bones, so he's going to be okay. But the reality of it is, to me, Staley's a moron. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. What are you doing? Mike Williams, I, I got to tell you, uh, Michael and Patrick, you guys both know that you follow football at the collegiate and the NFL level very closely. You go back to that game he had in Tampa against Alabama in the National Championship. Deshaun Watson gets all the credit. I said Mike Williams single-handedly won the national title for Clemson that night in the fourth quarter. This guy's an absolute difference maker. When you talk about tandems in the National Football League, I don't believe there's a better tandem than Keenan Allen, who's been criminally underrated his whole career, and Mike Williams when healthy. The problem is Mike Williams, we know, has not had a propensity to stay healthy. They've got two elite players on that team in Williams and Bosa, both guys who can't stay healthy for 16 to 17 games. And for Mike Williams to get hurt in a meaningless game like this, this is, as Dave Ross loves to say, and I love this line, coaching malpractice. Michael, I hear you say it as well. It absolutely is criminal. To me, I would be looking for a new coach just on sheer stupidity. I don't care if they get far in the playoffs. Well, I, I think that's the point, right? I think that how do you trust this guy to make decisions for the for, for a, a $5 billion franchise when he can't make an easy one? If he can't make the easy ones, how is he going to make the hard ones? Like, this was an easy I, decision, and, and the rhetoric around it was full of it. It was, it was ridiculous. There was no... There was no reason for him. And, and obviously, the only answer, the only reasonable explanation is that he doesn't value Mike Williams like we do. Well, you know, I, I like the argument you made there because I was about to ask you, what is the reasoning why you would play a player like Mike Williams or really anybody else no that's reasoning. a key cog for you? Yeah, exactly, no Patrick. Reason. I just don't get it. I, I really, truly don't. You know, you try to find an explanation that's justifiable. There's none, especially for a player that's been a bit injury-prone throughout his career. I, I think this is just such a detriment to them. I think they're the better team. They're in a revenge spot here against the Jaguars. 
but wow, what a catastrophic decision. I, I would have played not have been more I like I love the Chargers. I love the Chargers going into this week. I really did. I thought that they could throw the football. I mean, I still think they can win. I'm not going to say they might as well go home and pack their bags because I don't think Jacksonville played very well last week either. I mean, they got 222 yards. I thought Lawrence was not really in a rhythm last week, and maybe that game, I think that game will help him moving forward. There's no doubt. So, But I was thinking the Chargers, I thought we'd get the over at 47.5. I thought we'd have a really back-and-forth game, and we still might. But Mike Williams tilts the field. He's the he's the best receiver on the field in this game had he played. He's better than any of these other receivers. He's better than Kirk. He's better than all the other guys on the field. And now they don't have him because of negligence, essentially negligence, because negligence. he refused yes. to understand he was his best player. You, you're absolutely right. And to me, it's just a, it's a terrible decision. You know, I want to go back to the Tennessee game real quick against Jacksonville. I know the fumble came on third down, but – I was hoping if you're Tennessee, they would run the football there on third down because maybe Henry gets it, maybe he doesn't, probably doesn't get the six yards. But the way they were punting in that game, uh, to me, with Stonehouse, it would have been very difficult to have a short field. You would have needed Trevor Lawrence and company to at least move into field goal range. I, I thought it would have been a tough scenario for Jacksonville to go down and get points based on how anemic the offense was there. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I mean, but look, look, I thought they should have stayed the game in nickel and run the ball out of nickel the whole time, and Jacksonville would have really struggled, which is what I think the Chargers are going to do in the start of this game is be in a lot of nickel, but that nickel would have been Mike Williams. Now they don't have him. So here's the question for Big Bets coming up in a couple of minutes. You're going to open with boxing? You're going to open with MMA? Or are you going to open with Cowboys Bucks? Amal Shaw, what's the answer? Well, well I can tell Cowboys you right Bucks. now, if uh, Ross opens with Cowboys, I'm probably going to walk out. I could use the extra sleep. But not only that, I think we're actually going to talk about the fact that, you know, Dave Ross and I deserve a pay grade increase just simply because we're paid like paupers. I want to be able to afford a razor and some shaving cream. So that way we can be ready to go oh. on Monday and look sharp. You know, we got so Negoti- many supermodels at this I'm network. A son it's of a hard barber. to compete with these folks. I'm a son of a barber, Amal. I'll send you some razors and some shaving cream. Don't worry. I got you covered on that. Negotiations I know Lombardi's on rich. If you can afford razors, you're rich. Big Bets is next. We'll see you tomorrow morning here on the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.